It's brand new season two. I'm Marissa Thalberg. And I'm Stephen Wolf Bededa. And we're excited to be back having bigger, bolder, and always real conversations. Straight from the C-suite front lines of marketing, media, and more. We have great friends joining from people you may know, like Wilmer Valderrama and Bobby Burke. And people you'll want to know. So grab a coffee or, hey, even an Aperol Spritz and come join us on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Listen to brand new on the iHeart Radio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi there, I'm Bob Pittman, Chairman and CEO of iHeartMedia. Welcome to Math & Magic, Stories from the Frontiers of Marketing. This week, I'm talking to the one and only Ryan Seacrest. Love the connection to people. I think at the core, what I get excited about, what gets me up in the morning, is connecting with people in an unscripted, unvarnished way. It's getting to, to say something to them, hear back from them, know that I'm part of the routine and I look forward to getting on the air. I look forward to it. In these exciting times, we're looking to the math, the strategy and analytics, and the magic, the creative spark more than ever. Listen to Math & Magic on our very own iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast. Oh, hi. I'm Rachel Zoe, and my podcast, Climbing in Heels, is back and better than ever. You might know me from the Rachel Zoe Project or perhaps from my work as a celebrity stylist. And guess what? I'm still just as obsessed with all things fashion, beauty, and business. Climbing in Heels is all about celebrating the stories of extraordinary women, and this season is here to bring you a weekly dose of glamour, inspiration, and fun. Listen to Climbing in Heels every Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. As the number one audio company, iHeartMedia gives you access to all. Every audience, live conversations, trusted influencers, and the insights and data you need to grow iHeartMedia is your access company. Go to iHeartResults.com for more. Always follow the, follow the money. That's what I always say. You always follow yeah, the money. Yeah. This is Follow the Money with Mitch Moss and Polly Howard on VSIN. Hey, hey, top of the morning to you. It is Follow the Money here on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. Mitch Moss, along with Polly Howard, as we are live. As always, in downtown Las Vegas from the Circa Resorts and Casino. And we'll give you a, a lay of the land, what's coming up today on the program. In 45 minutes, Paul, are you excited? We are beginning our college football conference previews with the one and only Paul Stone. He'll give out two win totals and an outright winner bet to make on the Pac-12 today with Paul Stone in 45 minutes. Yes. Also, I mean, look, I can't wait for this. I've been uh, giddy now for like two days. Uh, I looked at... Uh, his record, his resume, videos from Joey Chestnut, the best of all time when it comes to competitive eating. He's going to yeah. join the show in two hours. He's going for his 15th mustard belt in 16 years on Monday, July 4th. Everyone knows about the hot dog records. Uh, I, I want to, within 15 minutes, we can do all the other records that he has. It, it'll blow your mind, the stuff that he's done and accomplished. I mean, he's Michael Jordan of eating. Incredible. I want to ask him, how many hot dogs huh. should he be laying? Like, what's the hot dog spread <laughs> yeah. against the next uh, closest competitor, right? Yeah, yeah. Like, he won by 26 hot dogs last year. If he's laying, let's say he's laying 25 dogs this year, is that enough? Good point. And what's the preparation been like getting ready for sure. uh, the event? 32 Big Macs in 38 minutes. Mm. I saw that one. I said, oh, my God. Mm. This guy is a machine. Now, Garbage disposal. Oh. 121 Twinkies in six minutes. Yes. 
Yes. How many could you do in six minutes? <laughs> no, need a lot of milk. You wonder if he's ever had an accident. 141 hard-boiled eggs in eight minutes. There's another one. Come on. Mm. How does oh. he do it? The thought of that right now, seriously, yeah. is making me... Does that sound appealing to you yeah. at all? Yeah. Like hard-boiled eggs uh, in, a, in a competition? 55 donuts in eight minutes. How does that sound? How do, how do you feel after 55 donuts in eight minutes? I know. Yeah. Okay, so we will begin today's program talking about the NBA. Look, it is juicy right now. And uh, yesterday, no exception, obviously, all of the news that was kind of trickling out, it was one right after another. And really the big boy was, Paulie, when uh, it became official, the Spurs and the Hawks agreed to a deal. DeJounte Murray, the Spurs don't want him. Huh? Can you believe right. that? After the year that he had, he's already been second team, all defense in the NBA. They traded him for Gallinari and multiple first-round picks. And at this point, who knows how long Pop has, but it's pretty evident what they're going to do. They're going to tank because this kid coming out of, uh, from France next year is supposed to be the best prospect since LeBron James. How about that? Yeah, yeah. Wemba Yamba, 7-3, and the tanking for him already begins. You're right. Who knows if Pop will be there? But to give up on your best player, is he worth three first-round picks? You know, who knows? That's an interesting discussion. But now you only get you get that and Gallinari in return. So they're in line to try to get the number one pick as the tanking begins. And then how does this fit with Atlanta? I mean, just because now they were 26th in defense last year, but now you're taking the ball out of the hands of Trey Young. Yeah. How this will work. But they also might make other moves too. I don't know if Herder's going to leave or what, what they got to trade Collins, but I think some more moves are coming uh, with the Hawks. But also, what, what does this mean now? with uh, Murray and Young, and what does it mean for Young's offensive game? He doesn't have the ball in his hands as much. It certainly helps him defensively because Trey Young can't guard anybody. So I was going down the rabbit hole last night on social media when this news broke. I would just, just All you have to do is go check out the replies from somebody like Sham Sharina or Woj, and every single I, – I just stopped looking after like two minutes. I'm like, every single reply was, this is not going to work. It's a terrible idea. Oh. They have, but it's from people on Twitter ah. and other spots on social media. I could see, I could see that. They, yeah. they, they're like, another point guard? Well, this if you if you can actually play Trey Young off the ball now, to me, and they're not done, they're going to make at least one more move, if not more. Um, I'll throw this out there. I don't think it's going to happen. But how about Capella and somebody else, maybe a, a package of future picks, if they have any left? And they get involved in the eight and sweepstakes. Interesting. This is a team that yep. made the Eastern Conference Finals last yep. year. I get it. All hell broke loose uh, loose in the East last year. Everybody was hurt. It's one of the reasons, still to this day, why people say the Bucks won the championship because guys were getting banged up every single series. I bet them last night sixty-five to one. I thought that was the best number I could find. I wasn't going to bet forty, which was out there in several spots. I wasn't going to bet fifty, which is still out there right now. But sixty-five to one. Uh, putting away a little bit of money right now on the Hawks next year. When I'm convinced they're going to make more moves, why not? Took a All right. shot. All right. Well, we'll see other moves if that, that happens. Uh, I, I, I'm a little uh, hesitant to see if it, it'll work uh, with, with these two. The other thing, maybe Herter goes to Boston. The Celtics have a $17 million trade exception. How they're going to use that. Bill Simmons is really pushing for Luke Kennard. Yes, yeah, okay. You got that too. But uh, if Boston can add some pieces as well. But now it'll be juicy the next couple days with that move. And then... You had some big names opt out. Beal probably stays with Washington. And James, good for him, right? All this talk about you're selfish and you're blowing down, running out the door and blowing up franchises on the way out. I mean, that is going to be a team-friendly deal now. He walks away from his $47 million option, and they're going to get Tucker. They traded for Melton. 
So more moves coming for the Sixers, and this gives them flexibility and helps them out with him opting out. This was a really solid move. I think this was a professional move by James Harden. And I think at this point he realizes, uh, like, look, I can probably win a title here in Philadelphia, and I've actually never played in an NBA Finals before. Steph just won his fourth. So I'd like to have a taste of that at some point, and I got a chance here with this team. I, I can't keep doing what I've, you know, I can't be a nomad or vagabond and just keep going from team to team to team and pissing yep. people off. Yep. So this this does work out, and now they're going to have like a $10.5 million exception the way it appears to actually add more beyond P.J. Tucker. So they can come out of the East if it, you know if they stay healthy. That can happen. Good pieces. They want depth, and that's uh, and certainly one of the reasons they lost to Miami last year was P.J. Tucker, and now they can grab him too. So that's a win-win for him as well. What have, have you hearing anything on Beal? If he leaves, where could he go? I don't think he'll leave. But there's some good props up that if he if he leaves Washington, Boston's the favorite, mm-hmm. followed by Portland and Miami. The Lakers are on that list also. So a guy who could score a ton of points but has never won anything in his career, uh, stuck in a tough situation with that organization. He's nine to one to go to Dallas. Okay, that's a move that I would like to see. But I, I don't, again, I'm not a capologist, and I doubt the Mavericks could make that work. Although if they lose Brunson, that could help. I would like to see Beal play with uh, Luca in that backcourt. How tough is this for Dallas? You have a great season. You go to the conference finals. You get that great trade for Wood, and now you're going to lose Brunson. And then the deal where the dad is hired too. His dad's going to be on the staff with the Knicks as well. Yep. But you know, the other thing is, are we, are, you got to be. I'm 99. He goes to the Knicks. But if there's a chance he changes his mind or whatever, or maybe Cuban comes in over the top and says, here's $30 million a year or something. But the, what, what they're offering him is crazy. Okay. But the other thing is, the Knicks, when they got Rose and these guys, you're supposed to get the superstars and the big-name players. It hasn't happened. Your big acquisition is going to be Jalen Brunson? Mm-hmm. So could you not envision a scenario, Paulie, where this would actually happen to the Knicks, where they, they clear everything out to make a path for Brunson to come in and sign this $110 million contract? And, oh, by the way, the rumblings of that team also adding DeJounte Murray, well... Yep. That uh, crumbled and went by the wayside yesterday. So they lost out on him. And now to piggyback that and maybe lose out on Brunson when they put all their chips in the middle of the table, that would be kind of a typical Knicks offseason. A couple years ago, it was supposed to get Kyrie and Durant or get one of them. And then they guess, okay, well, we'll go to the Nets. That's it. Yeah. And they stick it in your eye. So that's uh, it's very disappointing. That's Who's going to do it? What superstar is going to finally say, yes, I'll go to the Knicks. I'm going to try to win here. It's got to happen at some point. Zion? I mean, that's... Is he the guy? I don't know how long down the road. Yeah, I, mean, I, I have think no they're going to give them I mean, the max. And then you brought up the point earlier about Atlanta, about what happens with Aiden. I would love the idea of a Gobert trade. But uh, the, the Suns got to be careful here if they don't, the fact that they might not get much in return oh, for Oh, or him. anything. That the fact they don't, even, they don't even think they can win without him. How about that? Yeah. There's reports if oh, we can get anybody and plug them in there. I don't know about now, that. I think that's lunacy. But the fact, I don't know where he's going to wind up. I think Detroit is the favorites. Ridiculous. At one book here at uh you see the odds there at one book, they're the second choice. But remember, was that, that earlier in the week he had that huge move where he went to 60-1 uh, to 1, down to plus 250 to go to the Nets. That's well, still in play. Yeah, There's a package there where the Nets could acquire him still. So, Well, also the Pistons are basically off the table now after say, the draft. I would say so, yes. After they got the kid from Memphis. Yeah, the moves it, they made. Yeah, yeah, didn't expect that to happen. So, uh, by the way, some other players who are – the, the teams will go after these players. I think there's going to be a bidding war almost for Dante DiVincenzo. He can be a nice, nice like seventh guy uh, for a team. And also, Bobby Portis declined his $4.6 million option. So, two things here, Paul. If I'm another team, it doesn't matter, East, West, I would absolutely go after Bobby Portis because he is a very key part to this Bucks team. 
And that that would be a significant loss to Milwaukee, which you're kind of like chopping off one leg to that team for next year. Um, and mm. he would be a very nice addition to another team, a contender somewhere in this league. He's a, he's a really good player. Yep. If he leaves Milwaukee, Miami's the favorite, then the Knicks followed by the Spurs and Suns for his odds. See, that, that guy going up. to the Suns, I think, would be really good. Yeah. For a team that can, you know, do some damage next year and maybe come out and play for a title. Patty Mills declined his option. I can't believe this about, you know, the former Spur and uh, turn it down with the Nets. This tweet from Bleach Report on the Spurs, since uh, Tim Duncan retired in 2016, they traded Kawhi, Ginobili retired, lost Tony Parker in free agency, mm-hmm. They cut LaMarcus Aldridge. They traded DeRozan, and now they traded Murray. That's a hell of a six-pack right there. Yeah. Yeah. Now you got a long, long rebuild. There's Pop, no, there's Pop's no, in his 70s. Yeah, I know. There's no guarantee you're going to get the number one pick either. That's how they've adjusted uh, the, no. the, the lottery and the format, too. Right. So, well, I'll tell you, if that team is going to tank, that is going to – what we're used to in, in, over the last like, 23, 24 years with yeah. the Spurs mm-hmm. – all right. The first hour of Follow the Money is brought to you exclusively by Bet Rivers, your hometown sports book. Check out their daily specials at betrivers.com. Up next, we will run down last night's betting action with win some, lose some. And Paulie already hinted at this. In about an hour and 50 minutes, we have Joey Chestnut on the program. He goes to defend his title yet again next Monday, July 4th. Another mustard belt is uh, possible for him. The Nathan's Hot Dog Eating Contest. Paulie will run down all of his records, which, I mean, 384 pot stickers in 10 minutes. <laughs> the the number of soft-shell tacos in 10 minutes. Yeah. The glazed donuts, like you said. The mutton sandwiches. Oh, my God. All the numbers coming up next. Hi there, I'm Bob Pittman, Chairman and CEO of iHeartMedia. Welcome to Math & Magic, Stories from the Frontiers of Marketing. This week, I'm talking to the one and only Ryan Seacrest. Love the connection to people. I think at the core, what I get excited about, what gets me up in the morning, is connecting with people. In an unscripted, unvarnished way, is getting to, to say something to them, hear back from them, know that I'm part of the routine, And I look forward to getting on the air. I look forward to it. In these exciting times, we're looking to the math, the strategy and analytics, and the magic, the creative spark more than ever. Listen to Math & Magic on our very own iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Oh, hi. I'm Rachel Zoe, and I'm back for another season of my podcast, Climbing in Heels. You might know me from the Rachel Zoe Project or perhaps from my work as a celebrity stylist. And guess what? I'm still just as fully obsessed with all things fashion, beauty, and business. My podcast, Climbing in Heels, is all about celebrating the stories of extraordinary women, and this season, we're taking things up a notch. I'll be talking to some incredible women across so many industries, from models and beauty industry stars to doctors, entrepreneurs, and TV personalities. Climbing in Heels is here to bring you a weekly dose of glamour, inspiration, and fun. Every week, listeners will be able to ask me any questions. I'm answering it all. My life is absolutely crazy with so much going on, and I'm so beyond excited to bring you along for the ride. Whether we're talking red carpet looks, current trends, or products I'm obsessed with, I'm here to be your fashion fairy godmother. Listen to Climbing in Heels every Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. 
The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. Western nations like the U.S. and Europe. Mexico will likely have its first female president. And then you have China. And help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters. He'll get his yo-yos to Europe in time. But the longer this drags on, the more worry he's getting. They knew that they needed to do this as fast as they possibly could to get a drug on the market as fast as they could. I'm David Gura. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleh Mosin. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets. Basically, everyone was expecting, if not a calamity, certainly a recession. But the problem is that that paperwork, as our reporting showed, is fake. As someone who's covering the market, I'm often very worried about an imminent collapse. So I'm thinking about it quite often. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C. We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. It's an election year, so there's a lot of focus on the voters that TikTok is reaching. The initial reaction is like, oh, things are looking so resilient. I don't want to be too pessimistic, but I just don't see the political will down in Washington right now to, to change their tune. I think the American electorate has been signaling that it expects a rematch of the 2020 election. These are unprecedented times. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Win Some, Lose Some is presented by Bet Rivers, your hometown sportsbook. Check out their daily specials at BetRivers.com. Were you a winner last night? Wow, winning. Or was it a rough one? Well, they can't all be winners, can they? Loser! You're a loser! Molly Howard recaps the night in sports betting in Win Some, Lose Some. MLB favorites, 10 and 5 last night. Couple dogs that cash. The Tigers plus 175. One in San Francisco. Giants doing it again. Mm-hmm. Come on. Can't lose games like this. They just lost two out of three at home to the Reds, and now the Tigers beat them. Boston plus 150. They win in extra innings and beat the Blue Jays. Good win for the Red Sox. Pirates plus 135. They beat the Nats. Astros took money. $1.20 up to 150 Beat the Mets again. They went 4-0 against them this year. That's the Mets' first three-game losing streak of the season. So there was a 30-cent move on that game yesterday. Yep, and the yeah. home run in the ninth inning. Verlander was great, didn't get any help, but they win again. Yankees, 280 up to 340. They take out the A's, 5-3. More on that game coming up. And the Angels, $1.70 up to 190. Oh, Otani. I told you, if he does it one more time, uh, I said this yesterday, if he can put together two more performances on the mound like he did in his previous three, he is going to. And Verlander was awesome. McClanahan has been unbelievable this year. I think Otani's odds for the Cy Young, not the MVP, the Cy Young, are going to just plummet. He was 25-1 to 1 this week. Okay. Describe, be part of the team. VEASAN.com, our radio and podcast friends. As always, you want to see these videos, the live stream. And this was yesterday at Red Rock Casino. The Jumbo Hold'em Poker Bad Beat Progressive hit. Over $306,000. Catchy name. Four, four, <laughs> four queens 
lost to a queen high straight flush. Oh, man. The winning hand gets 30000 The losing hand gets 46000 All eight players at the table get 1900 All poker guests across all station casino poker rooms playing at the time get 1300 each, including all the players at the winning table. There were 70 eligible players at the poker room, 34 at Boulder, 56 at Santa Fe, and... Uh, that is something. With you that know, that's a, that's Look a, at that. I, I will say this. That's a pretty cool bonus they give their players when that pops. Yeah, right. Right? You're going to have no idea. They have like 20 properties in town all the way across the entire city. You can have no idea. All of a mm-hmm. sudden, hey, look at this. Thirteen hundred bucks coming my way. There it is. The picture to prove it as well. I'm going in fresh here. This is a. This could be a lawsuit waiting to happen. This is Ben Affleck's son backs the Lamborghini into a parked BMD, BMW with a car dealership. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's that's ten years old. That is. What a, are they doing? Is that J Lo too? Oh, it is. I mean, what is it? Is? And if you can see the look on Ben's face right had, there, there's so the much. wrong pedal. He is so worried. The look on his face on the picture on the right. Yeah. He's like, oh my god, I, this really just happened. A le- the dude, the kid, ten years old, is in a Lamborghini at a dealership. What? Whew. He could hit somebody. He could, who knows what happens, right? Uh, this is good because I thought he was excellent as Batman. Christian Bale said he would return to play Batman only, only if Christopher Nolan asked him to. Mm-hmm. I would take another movie with him in it. The last one was good. I just I don't like the voice, but that's the only thing. Yeah, he had to do a better job on the voice, but he was yeah. excellent, Bruce Wayne. You're, excellent you're right. The last one that we just had did a good job. I thought it was great. Not with him. No. The one with Pattinson and yes. yeah, yes. it's really really good. The uh, the Riddler was a horrible miscast. Uh, that, that I concur. All yeah, right, uh, dog won't let owner up is always a good dog video. Look at this here. The the gal's sleeping and then she knocks the covers off. Look at this guy sleeping. I got you. A little cold in here. See that draft? <laughs> Pulls it up oh. and then lays back down. Oh buddy, that is awesome. <laughs> the, the sheets come off. <laughs> And he's got it. I got you. No problem. Excellent. One lose some. The Nats, 130 up to 145. They go down uh, and get beat at home against the Pirates, as I mentioned earlier. How about this tweet from Ben Fowkes? The Bears win total under six and a half wins. The most lopsided win total bet at Caesars. 95% of the bets are on the under. And nearly 18 times the money is on the under on the Bears. The heaviest over bet? The Commanders. That's surprising. Well, which one's more surprising? I would think the Commanders over. Over? Yeah, to be to have the most handle uh, the on mo- it? Yes. That's a weird one. Yeah. Bears, yeah. a lot of people like the Bears under, right? A lot of bad beats. A moose in New York. Did you see that moose? The total was eight and a half in the Yankee game. It was 5-3 in the third inning. That was the final score. Yeah. Nothing the rest of the way. How does that happen? Especially with that potent lineup. It's like uh, a goal in the first 30 seconds in hockey. Yeah. And it's one nothing into the first. 5-3 in the third. Nothing the rest of the way. Red Sox, Blue Jays over 8.5. 3-2, bottom of the eighth. Shenanigans goes to extras 6-5 final. Twins bullpen did it again. My God, this hurts. Twins were even money. 6-3, bottom of the tenth. They lost. They have blown four games in the last week just to Cleveland. Yeah. Two in the eighth, one in the ninth, and one in the tenth. Two of them were three-run leads. Did, were you watching the game? Yeah, I had it on. Okay, so Cleveland, yeah. when, when Naylor hit that two-run shot to the opposite field, his celebration, I thought, was like an A+. And, you know, the jersey gets ripped off. He's all bulked up. When he when he crosses home plate, he's headbutting people with helmets on. Yeah. Like, we're talking about full-blown WWE headbutts, whoosh, like that. And we got a good tweet from uh, John Harmon, 
who left the game. He was there last night. As a Twins fan, worst loss of the season. You cannot keep running Pagan out there. These no, games are too important. Yep, yep. Baldelli finally admitted that after the game. I mean, get a bullpen. Ridiculous. Yep. It's embarrassing. Cardinals plus 110. They led with two outs in the ninth. Gave up a two-run shot and got beat 4-3. to three. It's another one I was watching. Yep. Mattingly came to the mound because uh, Alcantara was in some trouble. And they talked about it. And he was at 115 pitches. Like, I'm leaving you in, man. He left him in, induced the, the double play, and he got out of there with a complete game. Why is it so hard? It's three outs. You're coming in fresh. These bullpen blow-ups. And why? It's not that hard to close a game. At least it shouldn't be. Win some, lose some. Presented by Bet Rivers, your hometown book. Claim your 100% first deposit match bonus now. Code 250MATCH. Learn more. BetRivers.com. The GOAT, the legend Joey Chestnut coming up later in the show. Looking for another mustard belt and win the Nathan's Hot Dog Contest Monday. 141 hard-boiled eggs in eight minutes. 55 glazed donuts in eight minutes. 45 pulled pork sandwiches in 10 minutes. 53 soft beef tacos at Taco Bell in 10 minutes. Yeah, by the way, he's a huge fan of Taco Bell. Oh, yeah? He loves it. Can you imagine when that guy pulls up? I don't even. He goes to In-N-Out. He loves In-N-Out. I mean, he lives in California. What is his order at In-N-Out? I'll take 27 double-doubles, please. Yeah. Why? He, he ate 103 crystal hamburgers in eight minutes. 121 Twinkies in six minutes. Minutes. 413 chicken wings. 12 hours. 32 Big Macs in 38 minutes. That uh-huh. one might take the cake. Yeah. It's hard. It's, what's the most impressive? I know. 102 tamales in 12 minutes. This 25 and a half ice cream sandwiches in six minutes. Does it get the brain freeze? He, uh, I would after a half a one. Right, absolutely. You know what? Maybe there's a trick to that. Maybe there's something that he has to take. It's like uh, the movie Stand By Me. Drinks all the, what, oil beforehand, <laughs> right? Maybe there's something he has to take before yeah. he eats some of this food to make sure that he's not going to vomit. 43 pepperoni rolls in 10 minutes. 257 hostess donuts in uh, 6 minutes. 47 grilled cheese sandwiches in 10 minutes. Yeah, I love grilled cheese. My God. But- uh, what, which one oh. on the list would make you feel just like dying more than any other? 72-ounce steak in eight minutes. Or 23 cheesecakes. Like great outdoors. 23 cheesesteaks in 10 minutes. That's another one, yeah. I mean, oh, yeah, th- th- those, those two really stick out. Seven and a half Pizza Hut Pizzones in 10 minutes. That's another one. It's like it's a calzone. That's a big boy. Yeah, it Seven is. Seven of those? In 10 minutes? Yep. So his prop is 74 and a half this year. It's uh-huh. juiced a little bit to the over. During the pandemic, he had 75. Last year, he topped that with 76. So I think something that we have to ask him today is, are you, are you aiming for the record again this year? Of course, the answer is going to be yes. He's going to want to get to 77. But I thought it was actually a good question brought up by Johnny Avello, who said, does he want the record or does he want 80? Like, does he want to break the record by one or does he want to get all the way to 80 and touch that number? Oh, good, yeah. Because he told us a year Fair. ago that he he does touch 80 in practices. God. He can get there under optimum conditions. The jaw feels good. He's there mentally. He had a good night's sleep. Okay. You know, there's room in his stomach. Can't have a soft mattress, right? Yeah. He, he can't have Louis Usais in here, traveling with his mattress all right. the way over to Coney right. Island. That's what That was the definition of good conditions? Yeah, there, I think there was more to it than that. But wow. Yeah. yeah. Okay. And he'll know, by the way. You, you people watching this the show, if he hits the number is nineteen, if he has nineteen in two minutes, he can set the record. If he has forty eight okay. at five minutes, he can set the record. Good information. So it's stuff, something to watch. One to ten stealing. 
Come on. One is one to, one to ten at some spots. I agree. Bet a thousand to win a hundred. I agree. I mean, it's, it's, it's the than, one fluke year he lost. But other than that, he just he runs away. No one can even come close to him. No, again, he won by twenty six hot dogs last year. <laughs> yeah, right. So minus three thousand is definitely more in that neighborhood. But look at that number of hot dogs. Uh-huh. Now, just keep, it goes up almost every single year. Yeah. So very impressive. He's is he in his prime or is he out of his prime? Well, he said that if he knew his body. When he was 22 years old, like he knew it now, he's like, I don't even know how many I could eat. Sure. Uh, who knows what I could yeah. touch at that point. Uh, it is Wimbledon week, and Bet Rivers Online Sportsbook is your go-to sportsbook for all tennis-related betting. Today through July 4th, place a $25 wager on Wimbledon at Bet Rivers Online Sportsbook for a free $10 Bet Rivers live bet to use on any Wimbledon match. Simply log log into the uh, Bet Rivers app, and now you can even live stream tennis matches right from Bet Rivers Online Sportsbook. That is outstanding. We will get into today's Major League Baseball card coming up next. He's been so bad that the team might have to yank him from the rotation if this continues. How bad he has combined to make it 15 innings over his last five starts. Follow the money on VSEN, the sports betting network. Peace and summer specials here, only $19. You get everything we have to offer from now to the end of July. Daily best bets from every host, every guest, every edition of Point Spread Weekly. The live video stream whenever you want it. Got to see the dog videos. That one was excellent. A little drafty. He put the covers back on you. $19 to subscribe through July 31st. Sign up now, vcin.com slash summer. Here we go. Let's stay hot in baseball. Come on. It's been a good week. It has been. Um, I will say this about the Astros, doing what they did to those two New York teams going back to last week. Yep. Uh, incredible performance by this team. And now they get the Yankees again today. Before we get into that game, a tweet here, a couple of them from uh, Bob Nightingale, covers the sport for uh, USA Today. He said they may be throwing a party throughout New York today, seeing Houston and uh, their ace, Justin Verlander, are going to leave town. Verlander dominated the Yankees and then the Mets in the two games. 0.60 ERA. 15 innings, 6 hits, 1 run, 2 walks, and 9 strikeouts. And then there is this, Paul. He added, they've gone 6-2 and two in the 9-game gauntlet. And two blown saves away from going 8-0. Yeah. How about that? Yep. They almost did it. Should have been an 8-0. It should have been 8-0. Against impressive. the Yankees and Mets back-to-back. Very to back. impressive. And, and I, want, I wanted the Astros today if it was anybody but Garcia. So uh, it's ever, they're favored on the road, the Yankees. How yeah, about that? I know. Whoever it. made the schedule needs to be docked a day's pay, too. Both teams were just in New York. This is a one-game series. They're playing in Houston. That's it. Remember, like I told you earlier in the week, they play a doubleheader the, when the, the first game back right, right, of right. the All-Star break. Is it, is it a make-good game? It's because yeah, yeah, it's, well, it's I, because of the, uh, the, the lockout, whatever, yeah, right. to make it up. But why okay. would you just have – both teams were just in New York, yet the game's in Houston. But incredible run here for the Astros. So Severino on the year, 3.38 ERA, almost 11 Ks per nine, which is superb. Now, he did face Houston last week, six innings, five hits, two walks, three earned, and seven Ks. And I'm with you. I would look at the Strohs, but it is Garcia going today, so it is going to be a a hard pass for me. Yep, I'm with you. But, I mean, Yankees a 13-game lead, Houston an 11-game lead. My God, and the Yankees fifty-six and twenty now after sweeping the A's. Yep. So, also in that division, the American League East, I don't see this game on a betting board anywhere in the country or beyond. It's the but I want to run down some of these nuggets for you. 
the Rays at the Blue Jays. The probables here are Springs and Kikuchi. Kikuchi on the year now, 5.08 ERA. The FIP is actually higher. It's almost six, so that's bad news. Now get this. Since June 3rd, that is five starts, Paulie. He's lasted 15 and one-third innings. What? An average of three innings per start. The ERA is above nine. The FIP is higher than that. It's 10 and a half. A 53.5% hard hit rate, which is astronomical. He's allowed 23 hits, 11 walks, with 16 earned runs and nine home runs in 15 innings over the last month. That's how bad it is for this guy. His first inning ERA in this stretch is 11.57. The on-base percentage allowed is 586, and the whip is 3.21. The second inning ERA comes down to 4.50. But again, when he you know, starts to see teams for the second time around that order, the third inning ERA is 18. The FIP is 19.14. He's allowed 12 home runs per nine innings in the third inning alone. He's getting absolutely destroyed. To give up, you're not lasting that long in games, and to give up at least two home runs and three straight starts, that's hard to do. So it was, it was imperative that they got Gossman back on track because when he was struggling, you know, Barrios has been awful. Oh, yeah. So was Kikuchi. And now when Gossman was struggling, but you, <laughs> that's why like, I, it's so incredible that their record's that good, how bad they were. Mm-hmm. So, uh, oh, yeah, I've I got to find a total on this. and. Uh, Unfortunately, we're on so yep. early that this morning, this is the one game that's not on the board anywhere. All right, let's get nuts. Let's go two units on Cleveland today. I love the Guardians. Bieber, 5-1 and one, with a 3-4-6 career against the Twins. Archer, who goes from Minnesota, never has beat uh, Cleveland. 0-7. You also have the pitching coach, Johnson. This is his last day. Incredible, he's leaving a first-place team in the major leagues to take the pitching coaching job at LSU. Mm-hmm. He's also close, or Archer is giving him credit for the success that the pitching staff has had, maybe not the bullpen, the starters, and also Archer, the year he's had, he gives him credit. So he's leaving now, too. The other thing, Baudelli was almost distraught after the loss. He's right. How do you keep blowing games like this? The Pagan kid is awful. He's batting practice. They are 5-5 five and five this year head-to-head. But four of the leads, four of the losses, blown leads in the last week, as I mentioned, you blow a three-run lead in the 10th. You knew they were in trouble with the walk in the 10th. No doubt. They blew a 10-7 lead in the 9th at home. They blew a 5-3 lead in the 8th, and they blew game one of a doubleheader earlier in the week, Tuesday, when they led in the 8th inning as well. How do you keep coming back from this? But between Bieber, who's owned Minnesota, Archer has never beat this team, you have the distraction or at least the problem where the pitching coach is now leaving, and this is his last day. He's out, and you're coming off a demoralizing loss again, and it's a day game short turnaround. Right. Everything points to Cleveland for me here. Right, so what's that old adage in baseball? You're only as you know bad or as good as the starting pitcher who's going the next day. I'll say this about Archer to add on top of what you just said. He has some pretty funky numbers overall on the season. Like the ERA looks tremendous, right? It's 3.14, but when you dig a little deeper – the underlying numbers suggest that he's been lucky, and he certainly has. His expected ERA is almost two runs higher than that at 4.86. The FIP, again, a truer number than ERA is 4.74, almost four walks per nine, but Paulie only a BABIP of 233. So the batting average of balls in play when other teams make contact is 233, which is way below the league average. So that's why the 3.14 ERA is there. He's been getting fortunate in a lot of spots. 
And when you see numbers like that, you're going to expect negative regression. And, you know, that could very easily come today. And everything lines up like you just laid out beautifully. Yep. Heavy on Cleveland. Like um, big. big. Yeah. I, I wanted to bet the Phillies today. As NOLA is going, uh, I saw the opener around $1.38. This game has moved about $0.20, cents, so I'm completely off it. I'm not going to bet it. NOLA's last four starts, 30 innings, an ERA of .9, FIPA 1.44, the whip is .83, 10Ks per walk, and zero home runs allowed. The kid has been phenomenal, right? Uh, I guess it's unfortunate for him that so many other pitchers in the National League have been so good because he's really not there in the mix to win the Cy Young. I'd call him kind of a dark horse right now. But guy's been awesome. And at this point, though, I just I can't. Risky. I'm not laying $1.50 or higher. With well, this it, it's a small sample, but look at the anemic offense since Harper got hurt. I know. They yep. haven't been able to do anything offensively. So that's definitely cause for concern. And they also have a bad, they're 19 and 19 at home. So here comes Atlanta. 12 games over 500 and uh, only three back now of the Mets. Uh, the big hello, Los Angeles. Huge series tonight. This is funky. They've only played one series so far. There's 15 left head-to-head. Oh, yeah. Padres and Dodgers. What do you make of this Freeman story? That's bizarre. The uh, agent lied to him, fired him. He didn't tell him about the last offer that the Braves made because he knew he was going to stay. Well, he's denying that, but we'll yeah. see how it plays out here. And Freeman was obviously well, are, very emotional yeah. over the weekend going back to Atlanta for the first time. It is Musgrove. I mean, like we just mentioned, should the Yankees be road favorites? Against Houston, should the Dodgers be? Fa- I know they're at home, but should White be favored against Musgrove here? Eight and one with a two 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 one two ERA. He's been awesome the whole year. Top five in ROI for pitchers, and the Dodgers are in a bit of a funk. They needed that win yesterday to avoid the sweep mm-hmm. in Colorado, but between the injuries and what they're dealing with, and now White going against one of the best pitchers in baseball. A little surprised by this. Yeah, I'll run this by you. Uh, Musgrove had one bad inning in his last start against the Phillies, yep. which as a result turned into his one bad game of the entire – he's only had one bad game. That's it, folks. Yep. It was because of one inning. So he has pitched, Paulie, at least six innings in every start this year. I don't know. I haven't seen the number yet, but an over-under here on how many outs he gets tonight. That's very popular with the fellas back on MLB Network. To bet these up, but he's made he's had at least 18 outs every single start, which is very impressive. To go at least that many innings sure. in every single start so far this sure. season. Good series. And Good also schedule. I'm surprised the Cubs are favored today. Now they were impressive yesterday in the win against the Reds. Hendricks is going against Ashcraft. Mm-hmm. We talked about this yesterday. He's one of the most pro- he's had two bad starts in a row. They were kind of, you know, really bad. But his his three previous starts before that were really, really good. His last time out. Uh, eight innings, two earned, eight Ks at San Francisco. It was the two starts before that where he was torched. Hendricks, highest ERA of his career, the second most walks per nine in his career, highest home run rate of his career, and second worst Ks per nine since his rookie season, and their favorite today against the Reds. Not so sure about that. I'm surprised the Brewers are so low. Hauser in Pittsburgh against Brubaker. Brubaker. Who's been batting practice. And the other one, we're really, are we getting carried away here? I know Gilbert's had a good year. He's 230 at home against the A's. I guess it's also anti-Martinez. But Martinez had bad numbers in AAA. So the A's 25 and 52. We know they're 8 and 28 at home, 17 and 23 on the road. But Gilbert has good numbers here in Seattle's 4 and 2 against the A's on the season so far. How many hits will the A's have today? Yeah, with that. Oh, God, that offense. <laughs> I, I, if I made the number five and a half, how would you play it? Yeah, last in hits, last in batting average. Oh. Pathetic. Up next, here we go. The first Thursday of many in a row that we have coming up with the great Paul Stone, professional sports better. Conference previews, uh, previews will begin today. 
with the Pac-12. An outright winner to bet on and a couple of win totals that he likes. Coming up here on Follow the Money, it's VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. Hi there, I'm Bob Pittman, Chairman and CEO of iHeartMedia. Welcome to Math & Magic, Stories from the Frontiers of Marketing. This week, I'm talking to the one and only Ryan Seacrest. Love the connection to people. I think at the core, what I get excited about, what gets me up in the morning, is connecting with people in an unscripted, unvarnished way. It's getting to, to say something to them, hear back from them, know that I'm part of the routine, and I look forward to getting on the air. I look forward to it. In these exciting times, we're looking to the math, the strategy and analytics, and the magic, the creative spark more than ever. Listen to Math & Magic on our very own iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast. Oh, hi. I'm Rachel Zoe, and I'm back for another season of my podcast, Climbing in Heels. You might know me from the Rachel Zoe Project or perhaps from my work as a celebrity stylist. And guess what? I'm still just as fully obsessed with all things fashion, beauty, and business. My podcast, Climbing in Heels, is all about celebrating the stories of extraordinary women, and this season, we're taking things up a notch. I'll be talking to some incredible women across so many industries, from models and beauty industry stars to doctors, entrepreneurs, and TV personalities. Climbing in Heels is here to bring you a weekly dose of glamour, inspiration, and fun. Every week, listeners will be able to ask me any questions. I'm answering it all. My life is absolutely crazy with so much going on, and I'm so beyond excited to bring you along for the ride. Whether we're talking red carpet looks, current trends, or products I'm obsessed with, I'm here to be your fashion fairy godmother. Listen to Climbing in Heels every Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. Western nations like the U.S. and Europe. Mexico will likely have its first female president. And then you have China. And help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters. He'll get his yo-yos to Europe in time. But the longer this drags on, the more worry he's getting. They knew that they needed to do this as fast as they possibly could to get a drug on the market as fast as they could. I'm David Gura. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleya Mosin. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets. Basically, everyone was expecting, if not a calamity, certainly a recession. But the problem is that that paperwork, as our reporting showed, is fake. As someone who's covering the market, I'm often very worried about an imminent collapse. So I'm thinking about it quite often. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C. We dig into how money, politics and power shape government and the consequences for voters. It's an election year, so there's a lot of focus on the voters that TikTok is reaching. The initial reaction is like, oh, things are looking so resilient. I don't want to be too pessimistic, but I just don't see the political will down in Washington right now to, to change their tune. 
I think the American electorate has been signaling that it expects a rematch of the 2020 election. These are unprecedented times. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. the sports betting network welcome back if you're looking for more sports betting discussion around your local teams bet rivers as you covered they've launched a series of city designed to tackle sports betting from the local perspective city in chicago denver detroit la new york philadelphia pittsburgh and now washington dc subscribe to your local city wherever you get your podcast all right, here we go, Paulie. Uh, every Thursday from today, moving forward until the beginning of the college football season, Paul Stone's going to join the program, professional sports better, excellent on this sport, and he will preview a different conference. He'll give out a couple of uh, win total recommendations and an outright winner. Uh, good morning, Paul. How are you today, pal? Oh, doing well, guys. Just uh, excited about college football. We're almost into the month of July, and it'll be here before we know it. So uh, great to be talking uh, college football with you guys. Yeah, now you study and uh, are up on this sport, you know, 365 days a year. You have made several bets throughout the summer, getting down on win totals, games of the year, et cetera. But let's start with the Pac-12 today, and I know that you have a couple of uh, win total recommendations. I've heard people across the board give their opinions on Colorado this year, the Buffaloes, with a very small win total hovering around three and a half. What is your take on this team this this season? Yeah, you know, this is a Colorado team that's probably uh, suffered as much roster attrition as any team in the country, you know, due to the transfer portal. Uh, Last count I saw was they've lost 22 players uh, to the portal, and not just any players. You know, some of these guys – were the best players in their program. Uh, they lost Jarrett Broussard, their running back, uh, to Michigan State. Broussard, two years ago in the abbreviated uh, six-game 2020 season, he rushed for almost 900 yards. He was actually the Pac-12's Offensive Player of the Year. And then Colorado also lost about, I think they lost three members of their starting uh, secondary, so they lost three-quarters of their secondary. So they've lost a lot of football players got a tough schedule i mean you look at their non-conference schedule their first three games they host tcu then they travel to air force travel to minnesota and looking at their schedule if they're not favored on october 1st at arizona the buffaloes are going to very likely be underdogs in all 12 games so i really like there's a lot of three out there if you shop around i think uh, DraftKings right now might have three and a half under three and a half at minus 135 Try to find that three and a half. I like uh, Colorado to go under their win total of three and a half uh, at minus one thirty-five this year. Okay, very good, my friend. Unmitigated disaster last year for Washington. They were ranked in the first poll and lost eight games. They fired the OC midway through the season. OC gone. Jimmy Lake gone. DeBoer takes over from Fresno State. Uh, new head coach. He gets the transfer Penix from Indiana to play quarterback. What do you think of Washington this year? Yeah, I mean, you kind of touched on some of the uh, some of the key factors there. I mean, this Washington program has it, got some instability right now. I mean, when Chris Peterson uh, departed Seattle at the end of the 2019 season, they didn't really they didn't conduct a search at all. They basically just promoted Peterson's longtime uh, defensive coordinator Jimmy Lake to the head coaching position, 
Hindsight's always twenty twenty, uh, but that uh, obviously didn't work out. So in steps Kalen DeBoer. Uh, this is a guy who's had some success as a head coach the last couple of years uh, at Fresno State. He might get this thing turned around, but he's going to need time. I mean, they've got uh, – I don't think they have upper echelon Pac-12 type performers right now. You mentioned Michael Penix, uh, Jr., who was actually – uh, DeBoer's quarterback when DeBoer was the offensive coordinator at Indiana back in 2019 before getting that Fresno job. So that's their uh, relationship there. But it's just difficult. You look at their schedule, they've got some difficult road games in the uh, in the Pac-12. Difficult for me to find eight wins. They start with two gimmies, though. They do start with Kent State and Portland State at home, mm-hmm. and then they play Michigan State at home in week three there at Husky Stadium. That's the game I'm counting on for the Spartans to win because I'm taking Washington under seven and a half. You can even find it at plus money. I think they're at Circa. I think it's plus 105 under seven and a half today. But I like the Huskies to go under their win total of seven and a half. Well, I'll tell you, the recent glory days of this program, very proud program, by the way, gone bye-bye in a hurry ever since Chris Peterson said, see you later, I'm going to retire. So then who is your pick to bet on here uh, your recommendation to win the Pac-12 conference this season. Is it USC or are you going to go somewhere else? Well, you know, it, it's one of the shorter odds teams, but I just don't see a lot of top-heavy. I think it's either going to be Utah or USC. And you take a look, first of all, at this USC team. You know, everybody's very excited about the, the Trojans in 2022. As well, they should be. I mean, Lincoln Riley, it, it was unexpected, came out of nowhere. Uh, him leaving Norman, Oklahoma for Los Angeles. And he not only left Norman, but he brought his quarterback, uh, five-star guy, Caleb Williams, with him. Mario Williams, a top uh, receiver there at Oklahoma, also comes to USC. They've added uh, running back Travis Dye, a guy who rushed for over 3,000 yards uh, career-wise at Oregon. Then they got the late addition of Jordan Addison, the receiver at Pitt. Last year had 100 catches for almost 1,600 yards and 17 touchdowns. So that offense really gets you fired up. But they still have problems in the offensive line, so that's going to be an issue. Their scoring defense last year, USC's ranked 98th, gave up almost 32 points a game. Defensive yards per play last year, USC 109th, gave up 6.3 yards per play on average. So a lot of work to do on defense as well. So I'm going to look at Utah. You know, Utah loses a couple of great linebackers, including Devin Lloyd, who I believe was the 27th overall pick in the uh, NFL draft. But they've got their quarterback back, uh, Cameron Rising. They've got Tavion uh, Thomas, a great uh, running back there, one of the best in the conference. They've got their tight end back, who uh, had 50 catches last year and six touchdowns. So I like this Utah team at 3-1. to one. And not to get too uh, too fancy or too confusing, but if you take Utah plus 300 and play one unit, and then they're favored in the Pac-12 championship game, I always like the hedge. I know that's controversial, but I say always. Quite often I like the hedge. So you could you know maybe get some points with the underdog and play one unit on the underdog plus the, uh, plus the points and have a possibility at a middle. But I like Utah at plus 300 this year to win the Pac-12. Okay. Always a good angle. So, uh, you are Mr. Texas. You live in Tyler. And uh, you know this Longhorns program inside and out. They had uh, huge news um, in recent days of landing this recruit. People may have heard of his last name. Arch Manning, going to go to Texas. 
Uh, so there are some props up on the betting board that people can find globally. Will he be drafted number one overall when he comes out? You have to wait a long time here, but they're fun to kick around. That is yes plus 140, no is minus 180. And then two that are kind of correlated here, uh, Paul. Will Arch Manning redshirt his freshman year? Plus $7 on the yes, no is minus 2,000. Or will he start game one as a true freshman? Yes is minus $2, no is plus 150. Anything here on the board that you like? You know, Willie Redshirt his freshman year, I know on the no you're laying a heavy price, but I would do the, the max bets probably not too high on this type of a wager. But, you know, these guys now, big-time quarterbacks, they, they look at them as, as guys they're going to have for three years. You're not going to redshirt Arch Manning, you know, even if he doesn't start game one. He's not going to redshirt his true freshman year in 2023, so I'm very confident in the no on that one. Will he start game one as a true freshman? That would be next season. They're opening the season are the Longhorns against Rice, and then they have a trip to Alabama on deck. Uh, so <laughs> that's kind of the setup there. I don't think they want him all things, you know, if, unless he just clearly wins the job. I don't think they want to send him to Tuscaloosa the second game of his college career. So I don't think he's going to start uh, his opener against Rice, his first game is in his career. So I would take the plus money and take the no. And then will he be drafted number one when he goes out? Man, that is a huge expectation to put on any player. I think yeah, absolutely you would go with the no there. Uh, he, he very well might turn out to be that good. He might turn out to be the number one in the pick. Uh, but I would unequivocally take the no uh, for the uh, you know for the max as far as him being drafted number one when he enters the NFL draft. Okay, very good. So again, to go over the Pac-12, the first Thursday that we're going to do this leading into the season, Colorado under 3.5, right around minus 135. Washington under 7.5, around plus 105. And then Utah, 3-1 to one to win the Pac-12. You can follow him on Twitter. He is at Paul Stone Sports. And his uh, podcast is also available to down, download, listen to, and subscribe. It's also called the Paul Stone Sports Podcast. You're the best, sir. Thanks so much for the time today. Hey, thanks for having me, everybody. Have a great weekend. Safe Fourth of July. You too. There Thank you, go. you, sir. Yep. Utah and USC both could be 6-0 when they meet October 15th. And Utah, there's a chance you could get in the playoff mix. I know it's the Pac-12, but how they closed last year so strong in that epic game in the Rose Bowl against Ohio State. They get USC at home. They do have to go to UCLA. But uh, Stanford at home, at Oregon, at Colorado, doable schedule. for, And they go to the Swamp to start the season, as we talked about with Drew Butler. The first hour of this show is brought to you exclusively by Bet Rivers, your hometown sports book. Get a 100% first deposit match bonus now with the code 250MATCH. Must be 21-plus offers, not valid in all areas. Check BetRivers.com for full offer details and rules. Season-long NFL bets coming up next. Will Blank win at least 10 games? This is going to be great. Coming up here on v Bet River Sportsbook app has a huge number of live streaming events every day. Bet River Sportsbook has great offers, including a $250 match bonus on your first deposit, and all bonuses are only one time playthrough. Amazing offers and great customer service makes Bet Rivers your hometown sportsbook. First, your hometown sportsbook. First, your hometown sportsbook. First, your hometown. It's brand new season two. 
I'm Marissa Thalberg. And I'm Stephen Wolf Bededa. And we're excited to be back having bigger, bolder, and always real conversations. Straight from the C-suite front lines of marketing, media, and more. We have great friends joining from people you may know, like Wilmer Valderrama and Bobby Burke. And people you'll want to know. So grab a coffee or, hey, even an Aperol Spritz and come join us on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Listen to brand new on the iHeart Radio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi there, I'm Bob Pittman, Chairman and CEO of iHeartMedia. Welcome to Math & Magic, Stories from the Frontiers of Marketing. This week, I'm talking to the one and only Ryan Seacrest. Love the connection to people. I think at the core, what I get excited about, what gets me up in the morning, is connecting with people in an unscripted, unvarnished way. Is getting to to say something to them, hear back from them, know that I'm part of the routine. And I look forward to getting on the air. I look forward to it. In these exciting times, we're looking to the math, the strategy and analytics, and the magic, the creative spark more than ever. Listen to Math & Magic on our very own iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast. Oh, hi. I'm Rachel Zoe, and my podcast, Climbing in Heels, is back and better than ever. You might know me from the Rachel Zoe Project, or perhaps from my work as a celebrity stylist. And guess what? I'm still just as obsessed with all things fashion, beauty, and business. Climbing in Heels is all about celebrating the stories of extraordinary women, and this season is here to bring you a weekly dose of glamour, inspiration, and fun. Listen to Climbing in Heels every Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. 